Colin Munro, the star for the Brisbane Heat, Afro the duck. captain of the Brisbane Heat, without for a golden duck, the Heat continue on their winning ways, defeating the Thunder by 15 runs at the Gabba. And a massive crowd also at the Gabba again, nearly 30,000. So it was uh, quite a, a night to, to watch the cricket. And Chris Hartley, as I said, was part of uh, SEN's team and he joins us now. Chris, thanks for your time. Thanks for having me. I, w- I want to ask you, Chris, what what has happened to Brisbane? They were a team that was so unreliable in recent years, have now become quite reliable. Yeah, it, it's been a bit of a, uh, I suppose, a bit of a change of fortune in in the sense of of what we can expect from the Brisbane Heat side. I think the the thing that's remained the same is they're still very entertaining to watch. But I think um, there's probably two two parts to it. I think the first one is probably um, there was a lot of input into trying to collate the list of eighteen, and obviously every franchise or every club does that. But um, there was a lot of thought that went into it about where the the, the, the roles that the team needed to have and what gaps were on the list. So there was a real, a lot of homework done um, to try and make sure we had a lot of options. I think a lot of people have been quite complimentary about the Brisbane Heat's bowling lineup at the moment. And I think that's an example where there's a, there's a huge number of options. I think the other thing that's helped a little bit is, is um, you know, obviously a player like Chris Lynn was huge for the Brisbane Heat for so long, but in some senses, that the Brisbane Heat was sort of it was about all about Chris Lynn at times, and I think you know he needed a change, and him moving on to Adelaide, and then the Brisbane Heat being able to, to start a new chapter. I think that's helped as well. It's really freshened up the the club, and I think um, you know there's a real you know um, a real energy about the group that just needed to happen. And I think that's that's what's shining through on the field at the moment. And, and I think Chris to sort of delve a bit deeper into that comment about there's that balance between entertainment and also sustainability or, or winning. And it feels like with Brisbane, there's a bit more substance to them now about the way they go about their cricket. I don't mean that disrespectfully for what they've done in the past, but even the way McSweeney batted last night, it was it was such a controlled innings that, that helped Brisbane navigate them to the score that ultimately was enough to win. Absolutely, yeah. And, and look, my comment there about about Linney, I mean, he's a he's an absolute you know fan favourite in in Brisbane. The, the the Brisbane people love him, but I think simply, I mean, his performance in BBL speaks for itself. His, his numbers are phenomenal as, as a batsman, but I think that was where sort of at times it might have become a bit of a challenge. I think he felt a lot of weight on his shoulders. The side at times maybe lent on him, and I think it was it was time for a fresh start and a bit of a new direction. And that's sort of what happened, I guess, when when that all came about. But the current side, the way they're going about it, they're the, the, the different roles that are required to, to um, you know, perform in, in T20 cricket have been filled. And, um, you know, I think McSweeney's innings last night was a, a brilliant example of, um, I, I suppose, that you don't have to just smash sixes to be able to, to put together a, a, a match-winning score in T20 cricket. It was, a, it was a beautiful knock. He found the boundary when he needed to. In between it, he, he got his singles and got off strike, but he also ran hard and got the two. So there was a bit of, I guess, traditional um, batsmanship about his innings. And we saw a bit of that with Bancroft as well. So it shows that all types of batsmen can be successful in T20 cricket. Chris, we spoke with Josh Inglis last night about the Scorchers and why they've had such success. And he mentioned the stability in the group. And you touched on the, the bowling lineup at the start. When I look through and Nisa, Johnson, Bartlett, Swepson, Kuhneman, there's a lot of guys there that have now been together for a few seasons and you can see that there's that they understand each other's games and that stability in the Brisbane heat, as we sort of mentioned, it looks like it's got a really good balance now. Yeah, definitely. I think, you know, there's always going to be a little bit of change in a squad, you know, year to year. That's, that's the natural 
attrition of, of professional sports. So you're going to have some players come and go. But I think, you know, that you, some of the names you mentioned there, they've been around the Brisbane Heat for a while. They've played enough cricket now to to know what they've got to do and to know what their, you know, what their way of contributing to a performance is. And I think, um, you know, you, you want to be able to have a number of options. Ultimately, um, you know, as a captain, when you're out there, you want to be able to, you know, you've got a game plan, but every now and then you might have to, to shift to plan B or plan C. And you want to feel like you've got something to go to. And I think the Heat at the moment, particularly with their um, bowling lineup, have got quite a bit there. They've got, you know, left arm option and good pace and bounce with Spencer Johnson, who's who's a hugely talented young quick. Then you've obviously got the, the, the swing skills um, of, of Nisa and, and Bartlett. And Bartlett's also showing some excellent um, abilities at um, bowling in the power surge or at the death. And, of course, you've got the spinners as well. So um, in Kuhneman and, and Swepton. And I suppose the big one, um, and he didn't have his best night last night, but is, is the import um, Paul Walter, who... Um, has been been fantastic and has got some fantastic skills, very calm and composed. Um, didn't have his best night last night, but I think that's probably indicative of the way the Heat are travelling. They're not relying on one play just at the moment. Munro missed out with the bat last night. Walter didn't contribute as, as much as he has in the last couple of games, and they found a way to, to defend that total. And I think, you know, you're not going to play perfect games of cricket straight away, but if you're heading in the right direction through a tournament... Uh, as you get to the to the business end of the finals, that's always a really good sign. Yeah, it is. It's a sign of a good team. And the Brisbane Heat on top of the table, five matches, the four wins, haven't lost a game yet. Are they now the benchmark, or is the Perth Scorchers still the team to be in the Big Bash? Oh, look, I think I think it's fair to say that the Scorchers are still the team that everyone looks to. Um, you know, I think their their dominance, you know, almost over the course of the entire entirety of the BBL. Um, you know, since it came in, came in from the from the old state T20 setup into the into the club base, I think they've been the benchmark along with the Sydney Sixers. So, I, I think you know we'll, the Heat will get a chance to, to really see where they're at when they because they've got two two games against the Scorchers at the back end of the the season. They've got the Sixers next uh, on New Year's Day, and then they've got the Scorchers in a couple of games. So, so they'll get a good indication of where they're at. But I think I think they're um, they're a very very much a genuine contender. Obviously, they they were last year. Um, in, in what was obviously a brilliant final that the Scorchers managed to get home, and um, you know T20 can be can be a, a tricky one. You know you can do everything right and, and come out on the wrong side, um, but I think Perth over time that, that they've shown that they've got that um, ability to find ways to, to win and then win tournaments. So um, I think they're still the team that everyone looks to to beat. Um, but I think in the heat there's there's a side there that's um, yeah heading in the right direction. There's no doubt about that. Chris, uh, I was listening to the coverage last night. I think it was the first time you've been on SEN and you did a terrific job. It was great to hear your insights. One of the best weird keepers we've had in this country for a great long time. So it was uh, awesome to have you part of our team last night and thanks for joining us tonight as well. No worries. It was, it was great to be part of it. Cheers, guys.